Welcome back to the Bible Reading Podcast Project, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> um, I am here. I am ready to go. We are super excited for this episode. Thank you guys for joining us mm-hmm. on this beautiful Wednesday. We are so happy to be here. We are so excited. Ness, are you excited? I'm excited. We're this pumped. topic is awesome. Yes, it really is. It's it's going to be a doozy. So <laughs> <laughs> just just pack it in, you know, get your ear pods, AirPods, whatever out. Um, pl- turn the phone turn the phone up volume on high and you know mm. like just buckle in because we're going to talk about dating yes. i am your host brianna shelnett and i am joined by once again my amazing best friend in the world nessa goss Woo-hoo. and we're also once again joined by leslie smith <laughs> we are so excited to have you leslie okay oh, yeah. last week was amazing was. i loved talking about godly friendships and relationships with you it was it's a topic we've wanted to talk about for a minute it yep. was great it was awesome you handled it amazingly well like it was great so thank oh, you for joining us thanks. again yes we appreciate your input <laughs> this is gonna be fun yeah. <laughs> are you excited for sure <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great all righty so let's jump into it um mm-hmm. last week we kind of talked through philippians 2 yes and we are going to also read philippians 2 again but we're also going to read first corinthians 13 4 yes. verse 4 so that's the bible verse we're using as our launch pad yes. mm-hmm. and so let's get into it nissa would you please yes i will <laughs> i'm reading first corinthians 13 and we're talking about dating so obviously that coincides with love Mm-hmm. So, we're going to read <laughs> what love is, because we need to know what it is in order yes, we to do. talk about it. We know? need to know how God defines it. Yes. How God defines <laughs> yes. it. So, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 4 says, love is patient and kind. Love is not... I'm reading NLT, so sorry mm-hmm. if everyone's no, like, what the heck are you reading? <laughs> 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 love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable, and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Amen. So good. What mainly, this doesn't have to do with dating right yet, but what mainly sticks out to me about this whole scripture is, you know, when you think of love, you just think of like this feeling that feels so awesome and amazing when it's clearly not even a feeling at all. It's patient, (laughs) it's kind, it's it's not boastful. It's not rude. It's a, it's action. Mm-hmm. It's a choice. You know? Yeah, it's a choice. It's choosing to do these things no matter what through every circumstance. So that's just really crazy because the world says love is, oh, this amazing feeling and I love you and everything's great. But love is hard. Even, Jesus yeah. is love and he died. Yeah, he like died that is us. love. The, that's action. The world is even more vague about it. They're just, yeah. they're just like, for well, sure. love is love. Like, yeah. well, what does that mean though? It means, <laughs> what, are you going to for that person right like where are we going with this (laughs) but god is very clear yeah you can't just throw it out there like no love is this 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 and this and this it looks like this it doesn't act like this yeah and here it is this is how god defines it so i love our god as you guys know i'm obsessed with how specific he is yes i love that people will try and attach a definition to something that God's already defined. Mm-hmm. God's already talked about it. God's already spoken about it. Yes. He's already defined it. He's already said what it is. I am who I am. That's, That's it. it. Right. So good. That's good. So how does this apply to dating? Mm. No. <laughs> All right. You guys, just a <laughs> disclaimer. Disclaimer. 
All right. We are not experts. No, we are not. three amazing women of God who love the Lord and who love the Bible and who can only talk from our experience. Mm-hmm. For sure. So that's what we're doing. We're yeah. talking from our experience. We're For talking sure. from our knowledge. We're talking from our wisdom. We, we're not old. Like, we didn't really do much, you know? Like, we, so just take it as you will. You know, be open-minded. Listen. You know, I'm sure we've got some good nuggets for you guys. So just keep it in mind. Yeah. That once again, we're only talking from our experience. We are not the end-all be-alls about dating. We're not no. the end-all be-alls about relationships. We're not. We, we don't. But we do just want to, <laughs> since this is our pod, <laughs> yeah. just be ready for, you know, our stories and our opinions mm-hmm. and our and what we can trace back to the Bible, of course, because yes. we'll always turn it back towards Jesus. Yes. So let's talk dating, you guys. Mm-hmm. Now, as you all know, if you've been listening to the pod for a while, or if this is your first episode, hey, you guys, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but as you know, I, I have been married for, uh, it'll be four years in September. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Robbie, my husband, um, he was my first boyfriend in the world because my parents hated me and didn't want me to date in high school. <laughs> so <them>. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie was my first for everything. And um, we've been married for four years and we have a daughter. So that's that's my background for the most part. Now, that's not to say that I didn't make mistakes in my past, but Robbie was my first official boyfriend and mm-hmm. he's the only man that I've ever dated. So Yeah, there you go. That's my thing. What about you, Nessa? What for, you got? for me... So I was raised in church. Mm-hmm. And so when I had my first boyfriend at like, I don't know, I was like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. I did not. Like, I thought it was gross that he wanted to touch my hand. I was like, stop touching me. Like, <laughs> what are you, what are we, what are we supposed to do? Like, I am not ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> so like, even being a young girl, like, I don't know, since I wasn't exposed to it anyway, I am like already kind of felt, no one had to tell me that like, boys will be boys and like try to do sure. stuff but even without even being taught that because my parents were a different generation so they never really talked about sex and boundaries and things like that right, and so even when someone who tried to hold my hand I was like ew don't touch me like stop <laughs> <laughs> so even at a young age I was like no but then 16 I had a, a rough experience mm-hmm. I was taken advantage of when I was 16 because mm-hmm. stuff happened with my father and I blamed God and I actually yeah. took myself out of his protection and his will and wow. went into a different side of life. And so bad things happened and I wow. didn't blame God for them because I knew that I was running away from him. Right. So it was my choice. Yeah. But that, that situation wasn't my choice, but right, right, right. taking myself out of his, his protection, his protection was my oh, choice. That is so good. <clears throat> yep. We're going to have to come back to that one. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. so from that experience kind of led to a bunch of older, like other bad experiences. Mm-hmm. And so I've not necessarily like dated in the terms of, Oh, you're my boyfriend, but like, right, you right. know, right, right. just having experiences with people and then coming back, moving to Georgia by myself, finding mm-hmm. Matt, when I moved to the school, I was like, I'm not showing any interest in any dudes right now. I'm mm-hmm. just here to go to school, figure my life out. <laughs> and how did that work out for you? It was great <laughs> because <laughs> I ended with a husband. So there you go. <laughs> I think second Unexpected. semester, I was like, you know, all these other dudes in the school have talked to me except for this one. Yeah. Why isn't he talking to me? There you go. <laughs> so I don't know why that intrigued me, but I was just like, hey, and I kind of talk to Matt first and mm-hmm. then he was like hey if anyone knows Matt he doesn't really talk so I was like 
<laughs> and somehow we ended up dating and yep. we got married. So we'll be married for eight years in August. Oh, what yep. the heck? And we have awesome. a daughter who will be one in June. No. So anyway, it took a lot of coal, I guess, to find my gold is what I say, which is mad. That's so. good. Yeah. What about you, Leslie? Mm. Tell us that. Tell us all okay, about it. So <laughs> I grew up in a house where God wasn't really spoken about, I guess. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I found Christ like on my own type of deal. But parents got divorced when I was like 11, I think. So okay. my view was I don't want to date. I don't want to date at all because no. Um, and mm-hmm. <clears throat> when I was I lived with my mom, I still do. Whoop, whoop. Um, and she's been hurt a lot like that's her own testimony and story for later but she basically said if you want you can date whoever you want to date it doesn't matter they're gonna hurt you anyways mm. please use protection I was like whoa <laughs> right right you're yeah. like well, Go from zero to something uh-huh. <laughs> well yeah so she grew up in a household kind of like we're like I guess you sort of in a deal where like mm-hmm. her mom didn't even talk about any of that stuff so yeah. it's like she thought she like she held someone's hand mm-hmm. and he gave her a kiss and she thought she was pregnant like that's that's how bad it was i yeah. see so right so very little education very little education yeah. right and she was like 14 or 15 somewhere around there maybe 16 mm-hmm. right so anyways but so i was that weird kid in in like high school i'm like trying to get everybody's attention nobody's trying to you know attention seeker <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um anyways yeah seriously but i really was like I think the idea of men is amazing right so we're women but like I'm just like wow they're so cool so like I used to gravitate more towards guys in the sense of like I just thought they were cool to hang out with they were real with me they were honest they were brutally Mm -hmm. honest like I grew up around boys like I have have all male cousins so you know rough house type deal (laughs) but um girls around me kept saying oh yeah you're a lesbian whatever and then I went to hang out with guys to like that mindset of that so I didn't date in high school at all okay everybody else dated everybody I did date in high school I thought it was a waste of time no thanks Mm -hmm. I wasn't still fully grasping the idea of God yet at that point like I I was saved but I didn't have a relationship with him so I was like you know what I hit rock bottom of life and I was like I'm gonna start seeking God because you know he won't abandon me Mm -hmm. so he didn't and he still doesn't and I saw I started reading more and reading more and then I dated in college my roommate was like you need to date like okay I dated two different guys um I learned real quick what red flags are mm-hmm. fun times listening to people I was like mm, mm-hmm. red flag um and then from there I was like you know what lord I give up if you want me to date somebody you send them my way yes if not I'm good that's good so yep. I was working out of school and this sweet lady came up to me and like we were just like we like became best friends mm-hmm. I looked up to her and I still do she's like you know I have a son and he's like really close to your age. I think you guys would be good. You should just just try it and see what happens. And I was like, hmm, interesting, Lord. I literally just prayed this like two weeks ago. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. And two and a half years later, I'm still dating Blaine. Mm. <laughs> okay, so two and a half so. years you've been with your boyfriend now. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, awesome, mm-hmm. awesome, awesome. So we're talking about dating <laughs> now. Dating is such a not modern concept, 
but it is kind of new. Like dating's not in the Bible. Like they don't right. like there is nobody in the Bible who was dating. Like they would either call it courting or they were betrothed or you know, yeah. like some other old timey <clears throat> word that basically means dating right now. But right. as of what we what the world kind of sees yeah. it as with dating where yeah. you meet somebody <clears throat> and I mean like intentional dating. I don't yeah, mean yeah. we're like we're not gonna really talk about hookup culture or anything like no, that. Right. Because we don't need to get into that. You know what that is. Right. But dating in the regards of, okay, we go out for dinner a couple times, and I've decided you're my boyfriend, I'm your girlfriend, and we like spending time together, we have similar interests, and we want to continue doing that for the foreseeable future until one of us either gets bored or we get married. <laughs> There's only <laughs> yeah. two options that dating can end, yeah. you know, like, or I guess the unfavorable third option of someone getting hurt in some unfashionable way. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where we're landing today. We're talking about, okay, how does God want us to approach that relationship yeah. specifically? How does God want to want us to approach dating and being with a person? What boundaries go into that? How we should have the mindset of dating and how we look different from the world and how do we get to marriage? Mm-hmm. Because so many people do get stuck in just dating. Yeah. I can't tell mm-hmm. you how many people and how many couples I know who've been together six plus, seven plus, ten plus years and who have still just been dating and, you know, never move forward or never do anything with it. They just end up staying in that stuck relationship. I don't think God wants us to be in that stuck relationship. No. In fact, I have the personal belief that it does not take a very long time for someone to know that they want to marry you or right. that they want to be committed to you long term. I think that something that trips up Christians particularly, and once again, I'm specifically today more talking to Christians yeah. mm-hmm. or people who call themselves Christians. Um, I'm not really speaking to the world because the world operates on different yeah different timeline different timeline (laughs) different wavelength different everything different everything (laughs) different expectations yeah so outside of that people who are christians i feel strongly and this is once again just my opinion but my personal belief is really in about six months you should know where that relationship is going whether or not you will marry them or whether or not there's no future with them at all now outside of oh, we're in school, or, oh, we got to finish this, or, oh, we have to do this, or all these things have to be in a row before we can pursue marriage. I do feel like within those six months, you know, okay, right. in whether it's five years from now or four or three or whatever, we know we want to be married and we right. know we want to be with each other. Mm-hmm. So how would you guys... It's such a tricky thing because mm-hmm. every situation is mm-hmm. so different. Every right. Everything is so, you know me so (laughs) while dating let's 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 ask this so let's bring it back to the bible so you're you're six months in you've Mm -hmm. reached that six month mark yeah you you've both said i love you to each other and everybody talks about red flags right all the time and we'll probably talk about it too because that's what you do but let's talk about some green flags now we've already defined what the word of God says love is. Yes. Right. So what are some green flags in a relationship in a man that you guys have seen and found or experienced that are good and that help you within your dating journeys or processes? What are some green flags aligning with the Bible and what the Bible says about love? Right. Go for it. Ooh, for sure. Okay. So what's the guy's relationship like with God? Whew. Right. So if they're neglecting God and they're just like 
there's a difference between a godly man and a Christian man. But <laughs> Tell me about it. Like, you can go to church every Sunday, yes. but yes. if you're not actively seeking him and having that relationship with him, it's not going to carry well in the, if, you die, if you guys end up going into marriage route. Because mm-hmm. um, then one's exerting more than the other. Right. It has to be an uh, evenly yoked type of situation, which is not the egg yolk. It's the, the two little, um, what are they called? I forget the animals. They're yaks. Yaks? I think. I think so. Ox or whatever. Oxen. Oxen? Is. is it? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Ox. Thank yeah, you, Jesus. Yeah. They're yaks. ox that are. Yeah, like if one turns. <laughs> it's a similar yeah, animal. It is. It is. It, it, is. <laughs> it is. This is funny because well, who says yak? Yak, yak. Who that's a yak? <laughs> we'll just go with donkeys. Uh <laughs> Some kind of farm animal <laughs> For sure. that plows a field. For yes. sure. You put a, something called a yoke in between yes. them. Right. And they have and to be works. connected yep. together. And right. they have to the move. Same strength. Same strength. They have to move as one yep. through the field to get the work done. And so that you yes. have straight sure. lines so that you can plant. Yeah. <laughs> For, For sure. You're right. I think most people think non- eggs. Yeah, they do. Like, I kid you not. Eggs. I kid you not. <laughs> so... Up until about like two years ago, <laughs> I thought it was the egg, like a little that is, egg. That is that old timey Bible speak that people don't really like think it's like about. Flesh, right, right. Yeah, You'd yeah. be like, what? Right. But that is what a yoke is. Yeah. That's right. what they mean by that. Yeah. You need to be of one mind, one strength, like Philippians 2 says, right. like minded and all and going in the same direction. Yes. You guys, don't date someone mm-hmm. that doesn't want the same things as you. Right. Yeah. And that goes to not just Jesus things, yeah. but family Ooh. and things like that. Because if your values, right. And <laughs> to, ooh, okay, it's coming. It, it's all it's coming. coming. <laughs> it's all coming together. Do all it. right. So in order to be equally yoked, one, because we hear that all the time. I don't know right. about y'all, but I grew up in church. You right. hear it all the time. Don't be unequally yoked. Okay, we get it. All right. So you, you, well, what does first, that mean? first yeah. once you understand what a yoke is, which we explain the yaks, the oxen, whatever. Mm-hmm. Once you understand that, yes. then you have to understand, okay, I need to know who I am first. Right. I need to have an understanding of what's important to me, what my values are, where I'm going in life who I want with me in that life, what I want my future to look like. You don't have to have it all figured out. For sure. People change and people grow. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to allow yourself to grow and to change. But first, before you can ever do anything, have a foundation of who you are in Christ. Have a foundation of who you want to be in Christ. Yeah. Have a somewhat knowledge of who you are and what you want out of life and what you expect out of life. Because if you don't know who you are, that boy ain't going to tell you. That girl isn't going to tell you. They don't want to tell you. They don't want to have to pick you up. Put you back together, put you all that's not their job. That right. is not their job. They're that's gonna God's mold you into job. something that they want and it's gonna exactly. lead into worse things. Exactly. So know who you are. Then, once you know who you are, once you and or at least have an idea, <laughs> then you can, you know, put your neck in that yoke and find someone else <laughs> who also knows who they are right. and who they wanna be and where they're going and how they're going to get there because that's very important too. Men, in case you're listening, women don't wanna tell you where to go. Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to tell you where to go. They don't want to teach you how to be a man. They don't want to have to hold your hand and walk you through life. Some women do, and avoid those women. Because, <laughs> yes. Yes. They, because they're not going to be good for you long term. No. The Bible says that a nagging wife is like a dripping of the faucet. Yes. And we talked about that with Miss Jennifer. Yes. But it's the same It's the same thing. Men they don't want to go to the attic or something like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like, we, they don't want that. So yeah. if you're a godly man, know your mission. 
know where you want to be. For That's sure. the best thing you can do with your singleness. Yes. Your, the best thing you can do with your singleness is understand who you are, who God mm-hmm. created you to be, and how God wants you to be right. regarding male and female roles and husband and wife roles. Yeah. So continuing that, once you find those two people, once you find those two things and you get along, you like each other, you're attracted to each other, yoke up. Go ahead, go plow that field. You got this. Yes, <laughs> like, right. That's 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 the best little pieces of advice I feel like I can give. And then be open to growing. Yeah, be open to sure. growing and changing and adapting because people do grow. People mm-hmm. do change. They constantly do. I'm not the same person I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that the core elements of myself hasn't changed, but definitely aspects of myself that I thought or the ways I thought or you know, just certain things. I've just changed. I've just grown up. You know, like nobody's going to be the same person they were at 15 or 14 or, you know, yeah. even 25. You, yeah. ch- you go through things and you change yes. and life happens and it changes you. So just be open to that and aware of that. But have someone with you on the journey that at least knows those basic things. Mm-hmm, they know where sure. who they are. They know where they're going. They have a plan. Yeah. They're not just dragging you into who knows where. They have a plan. And hopefully... You both know and love Jesus and want to pursue him with all of your hearts. Yep. That's good. I think that's why a lot of people are in favor of you dating and getting married at an older age. Mm -hmm. Because you're more, like, usually Mm -hmm. you kind of know who you are by the time you hit 20 or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or at least you're still. Yes, we think you do. Yeah, you think (laughs) you do. You have somewhat of an idea. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, and as, uh, you know, usually you're trekking along if you decided to follow Christ, Mm -hmm. you know, but sometimes you do know who you are at a young age. I definitely didn't, but you know, there's people in our church that knew each other from when they were 13 and they were dating. Mm -hmm. Michael Pitts and Olivia dated when they were 13 on Mm -hmm. and off, on and off, on and off, and they got married, you know? Mm -hmm. So I know that there are people like that, but in my case, it definitely was not, I did not know who I was. I was definitely insecure and letting all these dudes tell me things and you know like that was just a huge part of it it's just I didn't have the self-worth because of what happened to me Mm -hmm. and so therefore I wasn't even like seeking these people out to tell me it was just like I just didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. and I was just doing other things because I know what I didn't want to do necessarily right. I didn't want to necessarily follow Jesus at that moment mm-hmm. so right. I was just <clears throat> seeking all these other things and I think the yoking and the these people that are following Christ those are the two biggest things like if that person is truly not living for Christ not going and have the same desires as you, that is not someone that you should put yourself Mm -hmm. in their life with because they're just going to, like you said, take you a different way. Mm -hmm. And so I can literally go back to every single person that I dated and there was some aspect where it was not equally yoked Mm -hmm. and or they were not following Jesus. And so until I met Matt, I had the same mentality as Leslie did where I was like, Lord, I'm done dating. Like Mm -hmm. the next person I date, I would really like to marry. So if you could make that happen, that would be great. (laughs) If not, then don't do it. (laughs) Yeah. And that was Matt. And so he, he will do that when you just decide for yourself. I'm stopped chasing these things and these selfish and fleshly desires. And I'm going for what Christ says. So I'm going to take a pause on what I think I should do. Because obviously it's gotten me nowhere. Right. And I'm going to let him do it. Yeah. And that person is going to come to me. And even though I might have like talked to him at first, it, he asked me to date. He right. asked me to do these things. He asked me to marry him. It wasn't me 
trying to force my way on him. Men right. pursue godly women. Yes. Simple. Pursue, pursue them. <laughs> and if you are a that's shy it. man out there, you need to step up because women oh, that's get. That's a whole different topic for. I know, <laughs> which we will grab. We will bring a man on here. Don't worry. We will. Sure. For, it's a for scary all, world, though. Yes, it yes. is. Today. For for all of you who are thinking they're being really biased right now, I know. <laughs> it's, it's just hard. It's true because it's women fair. are not. We're not designed to take that step. Yeah, we're not. We are designed to be pursued, and then therefore we in turn give our love fully. For sure. You know, so the cycle has to be from the guy first. It just has to be a good godly man. So mm. therefore we can fully give our love. And then it's just as a healthy circle of life, mm. <laughs> you that, know, that God has so, ordained. Like it's, it, it's just the way of the world. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yoking and following Jesus. That's, yeah. I, I think, think a good one too. Like the way that, you know, the guy is a godly man and not a Christian man. He is challenging you. Mm. Like in the sense of like. Like, not just, oh, are you reading your Bible? It's more so like, hey, you're struggling right now? Let's pray. Mm-hmm. Like, whoo, I don't know about you guys, but <laughs> that one gets me. I'm like, yeah. okay, good. <laughs> yes. Let's, like, stop the car right now. We're pulling over. Let's pray. And I'm like, yeah. ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. so good. Yes. So good. Very but, powerful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Does he pray for you? That's a good green flag. Mm-hmm. Um, another green flag. How's his relationships? We talked mm. about we talked about it last last week about relationships and how to have godly ones and we did give some sympathy to men who, you know, sometimes it's hard. But does he have deeper relationships than just people he talks to, you know, at work or, you know, people what's he What's his middle and inner circle looking like? Right. Like <laughs> what's that middle and inner circle looking like? How are you with your family? Right. <laughs> how do you talk to your mom? <laughs> like Yeah, that's probably how, a good one. Are you are you walking in love with people mm-hmm. like in gen- genuinely and truly like, are you walking in love with other people? Do you have a love for people like, um, or other people in other relationships? Are you open to it? Or are you kind of a loner? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and same for us. Like, yeah. Same. Oh yeah. Same for women. Yeah. Are you gossiping over there in the corner yeah. or like, <laughs> are your friends toxic? Look, look, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm far from it. Trust me, I've like, but I've learned throughout life where it's like, oh, this has become gossiping. I'm gonna mm-hmm. slowly either change the subject or walk out, right? Yeah, type yeah. of deal. Um, and I think that's the best thing that one can do because, you know, that's a very dangerous sin and we don't yeah. realize it because we that's want so people good. to, you know, listen that to is us. That's so good. Women, what do your friends look like? Mm-hmm. Are they, like you said, are they always gossiping? Are they having sex with their boyfriends and living, you know, like a lifestyle that you know isn't right for you? Mm-hmm. Are you constantly putting men down? Mm-hmm. Like, are you constantly surrounded by women who cannot be positive for the life of them? You yep. know, like, and like, like we said, the same with the men. Do your guy friends talk more about unimportant things than they do like spiritual things? Do they constantly degrade women? Do they constantly, Mm. you know, put other people down or, you know, do they not take care of themselves? Look at your circle. Who am I surrounded by and who am I trying to date that are incompatible with who I'm trying to be and where I'm going? And we'll always take it back to the, you know, equally yoke thing. Like, okay, you can't go a certain way if you constantly have people tearing you back and that will invade your marriage later on because those certain mindsets, certain perspectives really do cloud your judgment. Certain social media Mm -hmm. posts 
really cloud your judgment For and sure. cloud how you see the world and how yep. you view people, view men, view women. Yeah. So we not only not only do you have to constantly go back to the word and have a relationship with God and have a relationship with the Holy Spirit, you also have to constantly be discerning your circle. Discern mm-hmm. your circle. Discern who you attract. Mm-hmm. Cause that can tell you a lot about yourself. Like I like how you said, Nessa, that you weren't necessarily looking for them. They just kind of were there. They just kind of appeared. These men who were wrong simply because you didn't know who you were and you didn't have the, you know, like, so you have to take some responsibility while you're dating. Like maybe you're not going to find that person on Tinder because it's not where you're supposed to be. Like maybe you're not going to find that person on those dating sites that you're looking for because that's not where you're supposed to be looking. That's not where you're supposed to be. Your husband could be sitting in the church and you'd never know if you would walk in. (laughs) If you'd come to a service once in a while, you'd find him. So you never know. Like when dating, you have to be a little picky. You don't have to mold your entire life over it, but be discerning, yeah. like just really know where you're at, mm-hmm. know where you want to go and go there and mm-hmm. the right person, God will bring that person. Yes, for sure. He usually does. Cause I think once one time, I don't know how old I was, but someone was like, when you're running your race, someone eventually comes along and is running the same race yeah. and the same pace with you. Sure. And then yeah. you're like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And, right. hey, what's up? You kind and of, it sounds cheesy, it but does. it's true. Yes. Very true. It, it really is true that when you're going the right way, the right person will also go with you. Yeah. Now, that's not to say that every person is designed for marriage. That's not to say. <laughs> that's not to say that every person is designed for marriage. That's not to say that every person um, doesn't have a season of singleness because there are plenty of amazing, fantastic women that I know who yes. are single and who do do all the right things and who are, you know running their race the way they should and, you know, still aren't coupled up or still don't have a relationship or still, you know, I do think that in the Bible, there are examples where God either says, Oh, I've, I've closed this womb or I've, I've devoted this person to a life of singleness. I do think that that does exist for sure. So outside of that though, I do, we do strongly believe that when you're running the race, that's meant for you. And not comparing, not competing, not mm-hmm. doing any of that. When you're deeply trying to know yourself and you're knowing God, the right person does come. Um, but I also like what you said, Nessa, about removing yourself from God's protection. Yeah. And removing yourself from his will. What does that look like? It looks like, so that was actually taught to me like a, a couple years ago where I never really thought about mm-hmm. the fact that when you are a believer and then you choose to go against what you know mm-hmm. is true, you're essentially taking yourself out of the will of God. Therefore, mm-hmm. you're, he has no obligation over you anymore mm-hmm. because you've decided to shut that door. And so, and it's not saying that he's like, oh, no more for Nessa, but <laughs> I am choosing to walk away from him. Yeah. Right. And so he is not obligated to me anymore because now I belong to the world. I can't serve two masters. So, so I'm going to either belong to the world which is Satan, or I'm going to belong to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's his kingdom, the church, the body of Christ. So I took knowingly took myself out of the will of God. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of what that means. It doesn't mean that a non-believer is out of the protection of God because Mm -hmm. they've never believed or or known truth. It's really when you know what the truth is, you know that God is the one true God. Mm -hmm. He is your savior. And then you're like, boop, no. Right. And Mm -hmm. you still choose something different. Yes. That's so good. Um, yeah, I think that 
although, and I, I mentioned this in the beginning that I wasn't allowed to date in high school, but I still did plenty of things I was not proud of in high school where I willingly sought out what I knew was bad for me. I willingly, and like, I, I know plenty of people don't have good relationships with my father, with their fathers, but like mm-hmm. personally for my father, like I, I saw it as like a, this rule is so unfair. You know, like everybody my age is dating. Everybody has a boyfriend. Everybody has somebody they couldn't call their own. But my dad is the one that <laughs> won't let me go out and, you know, be crazy. Like, yeah. you know, but think of it. Like God, like how God puts For sure, protection yeah. and parameters and rules in place to keep us safe. It's not because he's unfair and annoying. It's because, no, this is literally for your protection. Yeah. You don't have sex with a bunch of people because you could have the risk of STDs. That's a very mm-hmm. real and actual risk outside of, you know, emotional problems and all that stuff. Like, that's a very real risk. That's mm-hmm. a very sure. real thing that, like... Most everyone can agree on or, you know, you know, having babies before you're ready or anything like that or Mm -hmm. being in relationship with people you shouldn't be in relationship with. And, you know, like there are so many countless things that you can say, okay, this is why you should be with one person, marry that person, have children with that person and continue on as best as you can, as best as you can. So I do think that there is protection. There is wisdom in doing things God's way. There's wisdom in striving to do things God's way. Mm -hmm. And even if you do mess up, you know, there's no condemnation um, uh, in Jesus Christ. But, like, even when you do mess up, just know that God is a redeemer and that God does love you and does still want the best for you. Like, that life isn't close to you, even if you have made mistakes or even if you have gone, you know, astray. Yes. So I think with dating, though... If you are just starting out, if you are, you know, 13, 14, however old, or even if you're older and you're still kind of trying to figure it all out, I think that with the dating landscape and with how complicated everything is and how complicated things are still going to get, you can still have a good, godly dating relationship and still have a relationship that points back to Jesus, that keeps you whole and happy and holy and healthy. So I really do think, you know, God wants us to have good relationships. God wants us to continue doing well, continue doing right. And I, I hope that for everybody. Mm-hmm. I really do. Yes. And it takes work. Yeah. And yeah. it takes a group of people to keep you on the right track. Mm-hmm. Because the moment that you say, oh, my business is only my business, or that person might influence you that way. Because I remember when we fir- Matt and I first started dating, he was like, oh, my business is my business. And I was like, well... I have a person that I'm going to share all of our business with right. because I know I need that. And have you accountability. Know? Yeah, accountability yeah. is crucial. You can be the best Christian, the best person that reads their Bible or goes to church, and you can still mess up. Sure. So having accountability and having that God is so holy that I'm going to choose this, mm-hmm. not because I want to or whatever, but he deserves it. That's so good. Yeah. That's, that's what, that's the why. Yeah. <laughs> because he's holy <coughs> and I want to do this right. Mm-hmm. Matt and I have always said from the very beginning of dating that our relationship just felt different from the beginning, mm-hmm. different from his relationships, my relationships just felt different. Yeah. And, and it was, so. There has to be a higher standard. Yeah. It's not good enough to just be like, okay, we have this boundary in place just because we have a boundary in place. Like, why are you doing what you do? Yeah. Why do you believe what you believe? Do you believe it because you think it's the right thing to do? Do you believe it because you think you'll get extra points or something? Or do you believe it because God is a holy God Mm -hmm. and that God demands 
it to be separate. Like, I think that that's one of the things that we have to really go back to. And one of the things that I struggled with early Mm -hmm. on in Christianity and stuff like that, I just felt like, okay, well, how are we even going to do this? Because I don't even really have a good foundation of why or why we should. Yeah. So um, I think that's something that Christians definitely struggle with. It's something that I struggle with. Like, why do we do what we do? Why do we live the way we live? And I like how you said it's simply because... God is holy and yeah. his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. We can't outlove him. Mm-hmm. We can't outdo him. We can't make it better than his original plan. Right. Like there's nothing about it that is better. Like um, it's so much better his way. Yes. It just is. And you, you, there's definitely blessings attached to doing things his way and having yeah. it his way for yes. sure. Because you never, unless you have that revelation or that belief behind why you're doing something, anything can be, like, what's the word? Like, go for it. You know what I mean? You do you. Yeah, there's there's no truth. There's no plumb line. There's nothing for you to be like, this is why I believe what I believe. Mm -hmm. Therefore, anything can happen. Therefore, anything goes. Love is love. Love can look like this. Like, I remember one of the guys that I dated was always like, I just love you so much, so I want to do these things. And I'm like, that's not love. Yeah. That is not what, that's a part of love. Yeah. But even in that, it's meant for what the ultimate relationship is, and that's marriage. Yeah. So those things, even outside of a, a relationship, they're a part of love, but in this relationship, it is not love at all. Yeah, Because exactly. it is not marriage, exactly. and we don't need to be doing those things. Right, exactly. So it's it's really just changing your mindset and saying, why do I believe what I believe? Not just because God says it or someone tells me I should say mm-hmm. it. Do I believe it? Yeah. Do I believe that sex is sacred? Do I believe that the person that I'm meant to be with is supposed to be my one and only? Mm-hmm. And, of course, I'm not... A vir- I wasn't a virgin when I met Matt, neither was he. But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we're not, what we have now isn't. Wasn't. You know, we could have. It could have been a lot better. But hey, Jesus redeemed us for sure. Um, for sure. But it's because we didn't value those things in the beginning with those other people. Right. So you have to find why you believe what you believe. Otherwise, nothing is gonna stick. Nothing is gonna keep you for your person because it just won't. And I literally have felt like I have nothing to give you Yeah, because as a woman, everything's taken from you. Yeah. Yeah. Men can kind of just do whatever, but I know they feel something too. Right. For sure they do. Jesus wept, right? Exactly. And I think, honestly, I think that that's a little bit of a disservice that we do to Mm -hmm. men Mm -hmm. to tell them or to perpetuate the lie that, Oh, you can have sex with anybody, and it doesn't matter because you're a man. Right. Like, that's a lie. It is a lie. Sex is de- sex was designed by God and created by God. For God marriage. doesn't make mistakes. <laughs> God does, didn't just make women these emotional creatures and men these physical creatures. Mm-hmm. We're both very physical and very emotional on both sides and on both spectrums. And yeah. I feel like people walk into dating with these preconceived notions that aren't true and yeah. that aren't biblical. Like, yeah. God never said oh women are only emotional or men are only physical like no he created us all very like there don't get me wrong there are differences between men and women there are but to say (laughs) in a blanket statement that men only want the one thing and they can get it and go and leave unharmed that's doing a disservice there are plenty of emotionally wrecked 
hardened men yep. out there mm-hmm. who have attached themselves to women multiple times, had sex with them, had different spiritual and have different have deep deep spiritual wounds and battles within themselves right. because they did they shared something with someone that was only meant for their wife. Yeah. Like so I never want to say like or do that disservice to men yeah. where it's like okay just because you're a man, you think that you're okay, you're really not. Nobody gets away scot-free. Like, nobody leaves unscathed whenever marriage, whenever sex is outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. Nobody. And if you continue to believe that lie, you'll continue to fall deeper into the sin and fall deeper into it. And you're constantly giving parts of yourself away, yeah. and you don't even realize it until you're married. And, man, what do we have to build off of yeah. this? Mm. So, definitely... Like, for all the young men out there and all the young women, you do not come out unscathed. Like, Mm -hmm. God's plan is his plan for a reason. God's design is his design for a reason. And when you do it right, there is such grace. There is such blessing. And it's not just a sex thing, you know? Like, it's not just a physical act. It's, okay, are you guarding your eyes? Are you you keeping your spirit pure? We don't like to talk about purity because nobody likes to talk about it, but it's true. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What are you looking at? What are you constantly feeding in yourself? What movies are you watching? What books are you reading? Mm -hmm. Who are you listening to on a daily basis that is keeping, like, are you keeping yourself pure? Are you meditating on the good things of God? Or are you constantly filling your mind and your heart with junk where you can't even you don't even have room for the word you don't even have room to have good things placed in you to give to somebody else in a healthy relationship in a healthy dating relationship because you're filled to the brim with junk yes clear it out get into the word if you want a godly relationship and if you want a godly a god-centered marriage because that's where it starts having godly relationship first and having a god-centered marriage you need to act like it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You need to act like it and act like it from as soon as possible. Have a good foundation as soon as possible because it will benefit you long term yes. and in, going into your marriage and into your relationships. Plant the seeds for good fruit. Plant the seeds for good decisions. Plant the seeds for not only you, but for your children. Yeah. Right. Because they're watching you. They right. need your help. They're going to need your help because sin is very real. Sin yeah. is alive and well, and they need to know how to fight the battles and how to fight the urges and how to have harmony within themselves so that they can better, so that generations can continue. It's right. not just you. It's yeah. not just the person you're dating. Right. Yeah. Now, two things can be true at once. I do mean everything I just said. However, <laughs> don't take so long. <laughs> right. You don't need six, seven years. You don't need eight years. You don't need that. If you find someone godly, you're equally yoked, you're doing good. Get married. <laughs> get, get, get married. Get engaged. Have babies. Yeah. <laughs> Do the things. Like, it doesn't take... In that order. It yes, yes, in that order. It, it doesn't take all this, you know, like, like if, if you find that person have the plan, you know, like it it doesn't take so long because the longer you wait, the more temptation you're letting in your life, like the more temptation you're letting in to let sin in. So get married, (laughs) live together (laughs) when married. Yes. (laughs) Have the babies (laughs) and continue on and live in peace and harmony and find a good church and find good friends that can keep you out of trouble. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, most definitely. Anything to add, Leslie? (laughs) You're Um, currently dating. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Um, 
I think it's very interesting though. Like what you said is very true because like, like I said, I grew up in a house where like you have to have stability mm-hmm. before you get married. Um, Blaine's parents are kind of like that too, which is important too. And like you don't want to get married is. and go woohoo and then go right. money please, <laughs> right. right? Like I have nowhere to live. <laughs> yeah, I have nowhere to live. I'm living in your basement and we're yeah. like in our fifties. Like, house me, <laughs> house me. Which house some me. people, it's kind of it's like, okay at yeah. first, right? Well, yeah. Some I, people do it, right? But as long as that's you know the plan with your parents, I mean, I know people who, yeah. Like, they're still doing it, you know? Like, they've been married 10-plus years and still living that lifestyle. Right. Everybody has a different lifestyle. I think... Here's what I'll say. How you begin doesn't mean it has to be how you end, right? For sure. You can begin a certain way, get married. There are blessings to it. God does make a way. God does provide. Mm -hmm. Things do happen to both men and women, you do gradually step into roles that you didn't even realize you could step into. And God does honor that. So to all the young people who are like, well, I want to get married, but (laughs) I have no money. Housing is expensive. Housing is super expensive. But God does make a way. You can trust him to make a way. You can trust him to provide the funds. Like God is not the one to just throw you to the wolves and let you figure it out. Like there is so much, I, I can't even explain it. There's so much blessing that comes when you do things God's way. There, right. He really does open doors. He really does make a way. He really does provide. And many people are afraid to jump off that ledge into marriage because they do kind of overthink it where they're like, okay, well, maybe I won't have the money. If we have kids, I won't be able to provide. But literally a switch flips. I promise you things yeah. get serious. Cause you're like, okay, I have this person to take care yeah. of. What can I do to take care of this person? Oh my gosh, I don't make enough money right now. How can I make enough money? How can I do this? Like it really does change. It really does affect, which is why you need other people around you who can tell that testimony, mm-hmm. who can say, yo, I jumped off this ledge and God has never let us down. We've never been without. You need those either older people or people who are going through the same thing with you. You need those people in your life to let you know that it's okay. God does come through. God does provide. God does make a way. And just because I'm here, it doesn't mean in five years I'll be here. I could mm-hmm. be in somewhere completely different. My life could be completely different, and I have no idea. You don't know. Right. Don't limit God mm-hmm. to limit those expectations. Yeah. Don't limit God to what he can do in your life. But when you put your trust in him and when you put your faith in him and you say, God, I honor you and I want to do things your way, no matter how hard it might be, no matter how much I might have to sacrifice, I want to do things your way, not just because it's the easy thing to do, but because it's the right way, it's the right Mm -hmm. thing to do. So I know that God will honor that. And I know that God does provide, and I can speak from my own testimony. God does honor it. He does honor when you try to do things his way closest to his design as possible. He does honor it. There are blessings that come with that. So that's what I would say to encourage all young people who are dating and who are trying to wait and make sure things are kind of in a row, like take the jump. You would be surprised how God shows up in your life. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) That's really good. Like, I I just, I mean, every person has like their own way of life. Like we can't say I'm going to follow Nessa and Matt or I'm going to follow Robbie and and, and Bree because like, if I do that, then I'm going to fail because now I'm looking at you guys as my idol instead of God. Right. And I think social media, going back to that real quick, like that is the biggest thing that 
can cause more damage is, well, I'm following these people and they're doing a good life, so I want to do it their way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hmm, you're missing the point because God has something so special and it's designed specifically for you and the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, you know, I, at, I'm at a moment right now where it's like, I know I'm ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. I know Blaine's ready for marriage. Go um, have them babies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke I'm about kidding. that. Right. I'm getting he's like He's like 12? I'm like 12. Oh, no. Uh, um, no we'll, we'll talk to Blaine later. <laughs> yes, thanks. <laughs> Save me. No. Um, but I think it is a, a thing where like, you hit a point where it's like, you do know you want to get married, but you have if you have a timeline, mm-hmm. like, okay, we're not getting married quite yet because like, right, for example, us at school, Mm-hmm. And like our jobs would, you know, not be so well with living sure. on our own yeah. type of deal. Um, so, but we have a goal. Yes. And that goal is what drives us. And um, yes, it's tempting. Gosh, it's tempting. But like, you have a goal set, and um, like there is no red flag from God. Mm-hmm. There is no like, why are you waiting type of deal, right? Because yeah. he he he's told us like, no, it's not our time yet, right? Mm-hmm. Keep going, keep trekking. So like, you can't. You can't go off of like, oh, I'm going to wait and wait and wait, right? It's the same thing with life in general. We're not going to just wait. We're going to go. Jump and trust him. Until God tells you to stop. Right. And it's really hard to do because when we do that with the human perspective, we get hurt. So it's like, I think God's going to hurt me. It's like, no, no, he's not. Mm -hmm. It's you that's hurting you. So, Yes, he's got you. Yeah, Yeah, he does. Um, You know, of course, have wisdom, have discernment. The Holy Spirit helps with that. Amen. Knowing his voice, knowing what, what, what to do. Like it's, it's very good, but we are out of time. (laughs) Um, thank you guys for sitting with us. It's been awesome. We love Wednesdays are the best days. Honestly, it's very, Mm -hmm. it's very exciting. Leslie, thank you for joining us for not one, but two weeks in a row. Thanks for giving up your time because you're a nursing student and you go to school full time and you do all the things and you work. (laughs) So (laughs) thank you for, you know, offering up your time and sitting with us. We really appreciate it. We had so much fun. These two podcasts were so great. Like these two conversations were amazing. We can't wait. We've got something very special in store for you guys next week. It's going to be great. Nessie, you got anything to add? Nope. Just keep on following Jesus. <laughs> Living the life. It's a new t-shirt. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> keep on following Jesus. But alrighty, we will see you guys next Wednesday. Have a wonderful week and God bless you guys. Bye.